Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Gloss Over podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Megan Whalen, makeup artist, entrepreneur, and beauty professional. Hey, gang. It's Caroline Trudeau, experienced innovator, culture maker, and the creator of TheVoicesCollection.com. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey. How's it going? Um, it's great. You want to know why? Tell me. You tell me. You tell me. There's someone here. Yes, we have a guest in the house. Uh, Club 1670. <laughs> A very special guest. In fact, the number one fan of the Gloss Over podcast is behind the microphone today. Oh, my God. Everybody, welcome Trish Obias. But technically, Obias is the right way to pronounce it, and I like to do that. But thank you, and welcome. Thanks for coming. I'm so happy to be here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Long-time listener. Long-time follower and fan. You're A1 since the day one. Absolutely. In fact, in the Gloss Over podcast (laughs) stats... There, there is oh. somebody that has listened to, to the podcast more than me, and I listen to every single episode. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. yes, thank you. Thank you so much for, um, for being a fan, but also for taking us up on coming to the podcast today. First, tell the people who you are. Yes. Well, besides being a longtime follower and fan, um, colleague and friend of you, yeah. uh, I am a corporate mom. I work at Volkswagen of America. I'm a digital product manager, and I have three kids, divorced, single mom, three kids, 12, 10, and 7 years old. Dang. It's a lot. Doing it all. Doing it, it all. It literally does it all. <laughs> it's a lot like, of work. A lot of work. But a lot of love. A lot of work and a lot of love. So... You are officially the first mom to yeah. come on the podcast. So, That's crazy. yeah, yeah. So, thank you for being the inaugural mom Yay. of the Gloss Over podcast. Yay. Uh, Yay for the moms. It's the Yay most important the job in the world raising yeah. human beings to be good human beings. I can't imagine. It's like, a big job. I can't it's, imagine. It's very overwhelming to me because well, we don't have them. So, we're like, wait, what? Like, it's, it's intense. It's intense. And I don't it think people is. have enough respect for it. I'm just going to say that. But a lot of people uh, who are listeners of the podcast are moms as well. So what we wanted to do with you as our guest and um, with this little series that we're going to do with you here, because there'll be more, uh, is just talk about what is it like to be a mom, a modern mom in this modern day? What are some of the challenges that... Uh, moms are encountering in their lives and you know how do you manage so three kids Mm -hmm. tell us again their age so Lily's 12 she's in seventh grade (sighs) yeah middle school about to get into that thing other arena yeah um Jacob is in fifth grade he's 10 and then Sophia my youngest is seven and she's going to third grade who she has grown up so much faster because of her siblings. So they're all super unique and different in their own ways and present their own challenges and talents. And it's amazing to see how they've grown. But I kind of want to throw it back to the the pink job, blue job episode because I feel like as as you know, as a mom, as a working mom, it's one thing, but also as a single mom raising kids, it's a, kind of a different ball game. All the jobs. Uh, I can't imagine. And so, and All my mom, speaking of moms, my mom lives with me. Um, thank God. God bless her because she's 
basically the primary caretaker of my children because mm-hmm. while I'm at work, she's, you know, shuttling them to activities, making sure that they get off the bus from school every day. And so she's like, you know, it takes a village. It does take a village. I have a great network of neighbors and friends. My brother also is local. So I have a really tight family and, and support system. Um, and, of course, hello, their dad. Their dad and right. I are... Hello, dad. I mean, hi, dad. Yeah. Oh, have, yeah, that guy. They, yeah, they have a father, and he's great, and we definitely have a great co-parenting relationship. We put the kids first, egos last, kids first. So it's been awesome because... I know this is so healthy. We, I know. It is. I mean, I think it... This like, is totally it's, the exception. This is fascinating. Well, Go I on. know. There's a lot of different types of families out there, and I think that, like, I quickly realized, like... You know, they were so young because they've been divorced, what, four years, separated five. So, I mean, Lily was what? She was like seven. Seven? When we're we're real mathematicians yeah. in here. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> it's like. Wait, 12 minus five. High computing. Got I know. it. Got it. That was quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we have just evolved over time. I mean, it wasn't always easy, but like, honestly, when they're that young, it's like you got to create some sense of normalcy. You have to. Just make sure that they're, they know that they're loved. Like, that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Yeah. Regardless of everything else, it changes. Yeah. And it's not their fault that things are changing. Absolutely. I wish my parents had given me that message. Because that's, like, the one thing mm-hmm. I feel. I'm yeah. a product of a divorced couple. And I feel like they forgot to say that. Yeah. And that's tough. So it's I think hard. that's amazing. And they don't even, like, they can't articulate sure. what they're feeling because they're just confused. They're like, why are you not living here right, anymore? Right, like, what right. happened? They don't understand the complexity of the relationships at that level. But as long as they know that they're loved, we both love them, they're our world, yeah. like, everything's fine. Everything's going to be okay. And I think that because they were so young, they were much more resilient. Yes. It's like I the would, adults actually, have a hard time being resilient. Yeah. So did you find when that was happening in your life, it was present and happening today, uh-huh. did you find that you had um, feelings about what this change in the life that you and your ex were having would have an impact on your kids in a certain mm-hmm. way? Or you know, was there anything that made you maybe not want to do it because of the kids or... How did you feel when it was happening yeah. in the moment about the future of your children? We both struggled with it. We were like the family, the family, the family. Like, but then at the end of the day, you know, we were like, well, we have to be clear with our intention, like two of us first, before we involve them. Like, because they feel everything. They absorb stress. They absorb yes, everything. Yes, they're resilient and they yeah. are intuitive. Absolutely. Yeah. Intuition is everything and they can feel everything. They understand. Like, intuition is knowing without actually knowing, right? Yeah. And so they understood things on a level where they're like, yeah, you know, this isn't right. Like, just we managed to make sure that they were prioritized despite what we were going through. And You know, I think it was a period of maybe, like, two years where we struggled a bit about that. And we're like, you know, family, family first. Should we do this, like, together, do it apart? Like, and then we finally, we're now at a point where we're celebrating things together. Like, we go places together. Like, we call each other. We Marco Polo each other when we're with the kids. Like, we keep each other totally you know up to date on everything that's so good so i mean it took a while to get there but yeah for sure while you're going through it it's real thick and it's real nasty and you sort of tell yourself stories about potentially what is this impact going to be for the the kids and all the things but it sounds like in retrospect 
Yeah, well, and, and you never know if you're getting this right. You know, you're always constantly like, well, yeah, regardless I'm of figuring. what you're doing, I would imagine you don't know, right? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm figuring yeah. it out. And I think going back to what really resonated um, in that first episode that you guys did for Pink Job, Blue Job. If you haven't heard it, listen in because Thanks, I, Thanks, it was so insightful about just some of the sort of unconscious yeah. expectations that we have in our own lives because of what's been passed down to us generationally. And like my mom and my dad, they came here from the Philippines, early 70s to give us access to more opportunities, working middle class family, you know. And did well for themselves here. And I, my mom did it all. And I was like, okay, I can see she's a working mom. Like, I can do that too. And of course, you know, like, what was the message, Megan, you said that we internalized? Yeah, I think um, I mentioned it before, but I think that the, the, your mom's generation, my mom's generation, your mom's generation, our mom's generation basically told us, like, I can, I broke down these barriers. I'm in a man's job. I'm making money. I don't need a partner. I'm a mother mm-hmm. doing all these things. And they were doing all of these things. And Mm -hmm. they said, now you can do anything you want. Like, the world is your oyster. You have all this opportunity. And we heard you have to do everything. Yeah, that's a different message. Totally different. It's, like, not quite right. So I think I was just talking about, like, the pressure to be a mom, be stunning, have babies but not look like you did. Right, Um, yeah. You know, do do all the right things in your business and in your house, and do right. it backwards in high heels. It's yeah, because you know what that did. Like for me, at least, when I when I my marriage went south, and I was like, I still gotta you know put food on the table and and go to work and travel for work and come home and go to the shows and right. go to the sports games and you know like I'm not wearing Lululemon at the bus stop at seven a.m. and like you know just like like the other at Leesburg Ashford moms, yes, yeah, the loco Loudoun County you know mom, and I'm just constantly like worrying about am I doing enough am I good enough am I like comparing myself and and I have to be the like pink job and blue job at home right so it's like it's it just wears away at you and you're just like constantly it's a lot of pressure you beat yourself up Mm -hmm. for what you know and you just have to accept that like you're a human being, you're doing the best job you can, you're figuring it out, and if your kids know that they love you and you are doing the best you can, they see that, it's it's fine. That yeah. translates. Yeah. That gives them the confidence, that makes them know, yes, my mom can do this. And I want them to know that they don't have to do everything. You know, like they can be who they are. And, you know, this whole like gender expectation thing, that's not something that we should hold on to. No. We can define that. We can, we're the generation, they're the generation that can yeah. totally redefine what that means to be pink job, blue job. That's why we're talking about it because the opportunity that we have to create a change through dialogue and through different conversations is more than enough to begin that change. Totally. To be That's able, where it starts. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you do? Like, I'm, I would imagine that you have moments where. You, it gets overwhelming. This is three oh, yeah. children. Oh, like, oh yeah, I can. I locked myself in the bathroom crying. Yes. <laughs> what do you do to? And I'm asking you this question because I imagine, like, I have these moments yeah. where I just lose my shit, and yeah, yeah. I. But but I imagine that it, when you have responsibilities for other human beings, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you well, know, like, what yeah. do you do when you're in a place where you just 
are losing your shit. Mm-hmm. How do you get out of it? How do yeah. you keep going? What is it that is a trick or a tip yeah. that could empower others to just see the light at the end of the tunnel when they're in, mm-hmm. you know, crying themselves in the bathroom, yeah, in the I tub? Mean, but your <laughs> team, for sure. Like, I can't burden my children with my insecurities, my fears, my, you know, all those things. They're like children. Mm-hmm. They have developing minds. Like, they, in my mind, they're still very undeserving of circumstance and that that's fine that doesn't mean that they're not resilient they haven't grown from it but like I've had those moments in the dark where I'm like oh my god am I totally screwing up their future like am I you know I need to call somebody and that's when I talked to you I'm Marco Polo yes some situations and I am honored <laughs> no and I have um a group of girlfriends that are actually single moms that I've reached out to and they've kept me strong they've and, and people that are in a little bit more, like, ahead of me in the parenting game and have been through other circumstances mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, been there, kind of done that. You know, there's, 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 it's a phase, right? You're going to go through this, but here's my experience. And, like, give me anecdotes. Give me some words of just inspiration to keep going. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm still figuring it out. Because like, you, like, don't have the option to stop. No. Like, it's not. There is no option. There is no opt-out. Yeah. This nope. fun, cute no one subscribes. You're in. Exactly. No. There is no unsubscribe. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. no unsubscribe. It's going to yeah. keep coming. So yeah. I have a question on the flip side of that. How, obviously, your tribe, your team, it sounds like you have an amazing family. Yeah. An amazing yeah. group of people behind you that are, yeah. like, Team Trisha and the kids <laughs> and, like, going to see it through. And just being around you, I, like, wish I lived closer because I would totally jump Aww. in and help you out because you're a wonderful human being. Um, but how do you, in the in the realm of, like, everything's going quickly, the kids have activities, I've got yeah. work, I've got this, I've got that. I, how do you stay present mm. in those moments with the kids? And so, like, I, do you have any I practices think I just, around that? Yeah, I think being present is, f- like, finding gratitude, like, finding mm-hmm. the moments that you're grateful for. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things going on in my life. Like, at any one moment, I could be, like, I could zero in on the like scarcity of one aspect Mm -hmm. of my life whether that's work kids dating whatever my family my mom you know like I've had a lot of hardships but I I'm always a glass half full person like in general I'm very I'm like the eternal optimist yes and I'm also a creative at heart like I'm a dancer soul Mm -hmm. I'm very much like um a free spirit in that regard so I'm always constantly not trying to dwell on these small sort of negative things because they can present themselves so many times in a day and they're going to be nothing in 24 hours exactly I'm way too blessed to be stressed, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just going to let it go. Oh, that just resonates so hard with me. I got a little bit of goosebumps (laughs) because it is relevant, I I imagine, to a very exponential extent when you have four or five, really, with your mom, human beings to take care of. But Right. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, yeah, like things... Back to a saying that we have all the time, things pass, things, a lot of things are temporal and, mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll get over this and we'll just continue to move forward. This too shall pass. Yeah. And it's not that you're not creating enough space to like solve issues. It's not like I'm avoiding problems or whatever, you know, I mean, it's just the fact that I am choosing to be happy. I'm choosing to savor the moments that I feel like are the moments that have meaning that I want my kids to remember. Yeah. Those are the memories. So when's your book coming out? I know. Ah! I know. Well, you need to write one. That would mean I have to, yeah, be yeah, a good writer. Yeah. <laughs> but get somebody goes right. It's good. It's good. <laughs> we, we, we need to know more. We need to know more. For sure. 
Okay, I want to know, um, to get real tactical here, what is the morning routine Ooh, like for you? Oh, my gosh. Like? <laughs> you know what? Because, listen, I know what the morning is like, just to give you a little backup. I know what my mornings are like, mm-hmm. and I always tell my friends with children, because most of yeah. my friends have kids. I'm like, I don't know how you guys do it, because I don't know how I do it. It's, it's just really, little me, and I can't, I can't yeah, be doing it. It's a lot. And plus no, a it's, couple little it's people. It's really worrisome, because it's like they're getting older, so they're more independent. Yeah. So I can't be constantly on them. In some ways, I am, because otherwise they wouldn't get out the door. Yeah. Especially my teenager, Lily, because she's in seventh grade. And she will get up ten minutes before the bus is outside. And I'm like... It's me. It's literally, I, until I'm blue in the face, like saying, wake up, let's go, hurry up, brush your teeth, get changed, eat breakfast, let's go. I mean, it's really, it's, and I've learned to not be that way. Like I've pulled back a little. I'm a little worried because school's starting this week. So yes, and school's going to be this at week. 10 this week. Yeah. Volume is at 10. Oh. Like I'm <laughs> got to get that out of the system, but I have to learn to have them deal with consequences too. She's had to yeah. miss the bus. She's had to walk across the street to the neighbors to get a ride because I refuse. Like, if you want to walk to school, if you want to bike to school, that's fine. But you're old enough to get up yeah. and get yourself on the bus. That's great. Accountability. <sighs> yeah. That's kind of a big lesson to teach a human. It's that's a big brilliant. deal. And I don't think people are doing that, Trisha. I don't think people are doing I that. I know. I'm trying. And I think that's brilliant. And I'm here for all of that. Yeah. Because she's going to be And trying not to be a helicopter. Most because I don't have the bandwidth, to be honest. Let's be clear. I cannot handle three breakfasts and four lunch boxes, and you guys need to get it together. I'm waiting for my seven-year-old to start making her lunch this year, so that would be... But, like, here's the thing. When they grow up and they pursue their passion, wherever that looks like, they're not going to have somebody floating around them saying, hey, 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 don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. You got this, you got that. Right. You have to learn yeah. how to be self-sufficient, yeah. how to cope. Yeah. Like, a coping skill is a consequence. Like right. You have to yeah. learn Learning consequences as early as freaking possible, I think. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it scares me because a little bit of that is, like, having them learn and make mistakes, and they're going to go through that in life. But then you can't – not that you have to be an innocent bystander. You can still kind of come in and, like, help them through that. But at the same time, you're like – that hurts you in a different way, you know, because it's like they're doing it to themselves. Yeah. But, and you have to sort of watch it happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trusting and supporting and guiding. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's that's your gig. Like, if you miss the bus, you know. What I, mean? I will say, though, I was the kid that couldn't be told anything. Mm. So it sounds like I was very much like your oldest. She's, yeah. Um, very strong. And I told my mom, who was trying to be a helicopter but didn't have the bandwidth, same situation. <laughs> and I told her, I said, listen. These lessons taught themselves. Like, I am headstrong and think I know everything, and I got to go through it to figure yes. it out. Yeah. Once I went through it, I was like, oh, um, I get it. That was really not cool. Mom was right. Mom yeah. was right. Mom was right. Mom was right. So mm-hmm. I do think that is a... I'm going to wait a, for that. It's a learning <laughs> no. style. I think it's a learning style. Some kids just kind of have to have feel to. the pain of it all. until, right. And then they're like, okay, maybe I should follow her suggestions yeah no it's yeah. a lot of teenagers they think they know the yeah right i mean thing. wild phenomenon i right? think it's a people thing a lot of people think <laughs> that they know i mean it just starts when they're children and then right? it never ends I mean, it's like <laughs> so what is um what is the most difficult thing about being a single mom hmm. i think i still struggle with mom guilt i think a lot of single mom are not like a lot of moms especially 
the ones that have really demanding careers and want to be a yeah. boss in the boardroom or yeah. whatever, you know, break that glass ceiling, you're constantly, like, torn between being here and killing it and doing the best and not being there enough for them. Yeah. Um, and just feeling like... It, and that's more about me than them, maybe, you know? Like, I and I have to realize that. I've learned to not let that get in the way because I can project that to them too. Yeah, exactly. Right? They absorb, yeah. They absorb all Just of as resilient and intuitive as they are, they, they could probably pick up on these cues for yeah, sure. Or throw it back at me. Like if, you know, oh, maybe gosh, it didn't yeah. even bother them, but I'm like projecting my guilt feelings and then they're like, oh, well you weren't at my soccer game. And, and it's like, well, where's that coming from? Right. Because it doesn't make me a good mom or not. I mean, you know, like, yeah. I've been to plenty of soccer games, so (laughs) I don't know. I think that I'm still dealing with some of that guilt, but I've gotten better at um, how to prioritize, how to set boundaries. Yeah, awesome. So I've had to tell my team, like, I've got to go. This is, you know, I've got practice. I've got dance. I'll be back online later, you know, and I've set a precedent. In past, like, younger in my career, I think I was – my motivation was different. I was more like, I think, and this is getting into sort of the work side. Yeah, right? we'll, uh, do, we'll do a whole episode on that if you want to stick around. Yeah, but there's yeah. like the theme of the boundaries, right? Yeah. It's, it's all about the boundaries. It's about setting the healthy boundaries with your kids because my mom life doesn't define me 100. Neither does my work life. Yeah, right. you're you and there's other pieces. Yeah. yeah. So boundary setting is a big one and I'm still learning. I still it's a it's a work in progress all too. the time. I'm yeah, really not sure if I'm doing it right either. I know. <laughs> so. Me neither. I want to put so many boundaries, and I'm like, oh wait, now I'm scared. I'm putting boundaries. What if these are not the boundaries that I actually want? Right. Yeah. But we digress. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask you one more question because I want to finish it like with a real, real bang. What is the thing that makes you feel like you're killing it as a mom. Like you're in the mom game and you're an Olympian and you're like, you got the gold medal. Uh What is it? When there's just certain moments in time where my kids have made me know that they understand my sacrifice, how much I love them, how much time because it's really just about time. Like that's the most valuable resource and one that's like Mm-hmm. It's not a renewable resource, you like know? Like, once it's somewhere. gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. And I think my son said to me, I don't know how recently it was, but he was, I can't remember what we were talking about. He was like, Mom, oh, they were going to their dads. And every time they go to their dads, they're always like, miss me. And it's like for a couple of days, you know? And he said something like, well, you know that you're the best part of our life. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's like being with you is the best part of our life, and and my other two have oh said Christ. things like that. I was so like, awesome. wow, you know. I mean, and even if it's like I feel like I'm failing, I was just gonna say the next time you feel like you're uh, not doing it right, just go back to that. I mean, yeah, because that's your victory lap. That is all the affirmation you need to know that you're the most important it. part of somebody's life. I mean, you could probably only do that. I mean, as a mom. What better? What more? Can yeah. You what for? more? Yeah. Really. Yeah. I was, and the way he said it was so nonchalant. Like it was just like, like a matter of fact. You just, know, just like, casual Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, and so, and 
the girls, I feel like the girls are really complex. Like, they're very dramatic. That's girls for you, but... Yeah. But they have made me know, too, like, that they they appreciate me so much and that they... The time, again, it's it's about quality over quantity, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, making the most of your time. Mm-hmm. And so things that they've said just make me know that it's hitting them. This is, like, It's landing. Yes. And they're very young little human beings, and it's already landing. So Very wise little human beings. Very wise. They didn't get that way for no reason. Right. Like, they're watching. I mean, I, again, only can reference my experience as a kid because I don't have kids. So With your mom, yeah. With my mom. I I learned so many things just by Mm -hmm. watching her and understanding what she was doing and at the time I was too young to really like get it but I just, in retrospect I you get it, it right and I, yeah. I witnessed it and now I'm living yeah it, right so like some good some bad mm. um but they're picking it up they're only getting the wisdom from you because you're yeah. very likely saying some very profound and caring and loving and kind things so like people mm. don't just like that's not osmosis right yeah, like yeah, yeah. people get that from somewhere so it's you and it's your it's their dad and yeah. grandma and yeah. the, and uncle and the family and everybody so like yeah sounds like you got a good tribe i think, you're, I think it's you're, a good tribe I think you're doing it's, great it's definitely not the traditional family but it's a modern it family it's a modern exactly family. for sure Thank you for introducing us to your family and oh, to your mom yes. life. Yes. Cheers Thank you for on that note. Me. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. 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 To the first mom of the podcast. Oh Hopefully more to come. Yeah, come back next week. Okay. Yeah, come back. Yeah. Come I'll back. back. You'll be, be back. Sounds okay. good. Okay, meanwhile, tell them where they can find us. Please head over to Twitter and find us at Glossover Pod. You can also reach us on Instagram at Glossover Babe, and this is Carol. And until next time, okay, love you, bye. The end. Thank you for listening. Have a topic you'd like us to gloss over? Hit us up on Twitter at Glossover Pod, and find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash glossoverpod. <laughs>